Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, 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 and happy Wednesday. I love you guys. You know, I actually have to share with you exactly what's going on in my life right now because I am teaching my Forbes Factor. I've had people from all over the world fly in. For two days, we worked on our pitch, a thing called Pitch Mastery. For three days, we've been Forbes Factoring, and that means transformation is stepping into your own greatness. And if you go to my Facebook, you're going to see the happiest people some of the most successful people, and people who are truly understanding how to live their life to the fullest. And now we've got three days of business mastery. So I'm into total business. I took time away from my class to be with you guys because I've got two beautiful, phenomenal guests. Now, I think it's funny. I didn't say beautiful. Why did I say, you know, when we introduce men, I don't say how good looking they are. That Donald Trump is, no, actually, he's not handsome. Why do we do that? But they are powerful forces of nature. And I, you know what? I'm going to say women get to be beautiful. It's part of our gift, sometimes our curse. It did take me an hour this morning between the eyelashes and the makeup and the base and all the other things I've been learning on the JLo tutorial, how to look gorgeous, that men don't need to do. So that's a whole conversation we've actually had many times in the show. But my guests, one of them is an international keynote speaker, TV personality, best-selling author, and the other is even more amazing. <laughs> and that's who's coming up first. Yeah, see, for nearly two decades, my first guest was a Fortune 100 and Fortune 200 uh, person who made cases on behalf of your business and your career dreams. She actually said that she also focuses on happiness and branding. I love the combination of all of them. And I'm excited to bring her to you today for one of the most inspired female-focused conversations of your week. Please welcome Ms. Carolyn Cole. Uh, so, yay, total honor to be here. And I want that link for the Forbes factor. I'm going to sign up and be right there with you. That sounded impressive. I wanted you to go on with that for a while. That was great. Oh, let me tell you something. Forbes Factor Live is the greatest thing that I do. I Hi. have, you know, there is no female Tony Robbins. There's nobody even close to do what I'm willing to do to get people where they need to go. And it's otherworldly. And I it, go to ForbesFactorLive.com. We don't post a lot of it because some of these transformations are insanely magical. But Carolyn, I'll share something with you that I've truly understood. And I just watched a Dolph Lundgren TED Talk, this superstar, gorgeous, you know, movie. He's been in 45 movie roles. And he's, he got out there and he revealed that because at the age of like 4 to 15, he was repeatedly beaten by his dad. Most of his life has been unhappy. Most of his life has been stuck, shut off, and he finally uncovered it all. And by the way, he did it with a couple of years of being on therapy, lying on a couch. I'll tell you what, half hour with me, bam, your past is erased. Your future is better than you ever imagined. That's incredible. I, I believe every moment of it. Years ago, I met him briefly when he was with Grace Jones. Yep. You know what? Good looking, but I'll tell you what, he was kind of stuck. And I, the fact that he shared it recently was, it was very enlightening. And I think that's part of the time and the age we're living in. So let's wow. get to you, my darling. All righty. Tell everybody, tell everybody where you came from. Who are you? 
All right. Well, first off, I spent two decades in a courtroom. I was a senior corporate trial attorney, did all the big trials for Fortune 100 and Fortune 200 companies. I worked for two of them. And I did all of that. And then when I was doing that, I always knew I was called to business, always. And I also have a big spiritual side. And my the short story is, I think through business, we fill our cups, we take those full cups, and we go pour them into great causes around the planet that matter to us most and causes in this country that matters to us, to us most. So I'm not only passionate about building my, my business and bringing people into it, but also building other people's business. And about three years ago, I made the final decision to leave my corporate position, and it was, it was a total leap of faith. It was, you, you know this story. It's, you know, you leave that whole safety net, and you go out into the wild, choppy ocean, and you sail. And that's what I did. I left to pursue my business consulting and coaching job, and that's what I have now. That is my business. I have a global podcast like you. And I have two live stream shows and I, my clients range from CEOs and executives to business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals. That's the short story about where I came from and what I'm doing now. Okay. I went to college to be a lawyer. I was about eight years old. And when I decided I probably couldn't be an astronaut after I, I was nine, when I watched him walk on the moon, I wanted to be a lawyer. And I don't remember why I said that. It turns out I actually wanted to be Perry Mason. I didn't really want to be a lawyer. I just wanted to act like a lawyer. How did, what was the, what was the energy to want to do that, pursue that craft, that career? That was, that was pretty much family. And I think a lot of people listening can identify with this is that I actually started out as a publicity video intern with Island Records in Manhattan. I loved the idea of going into music to entertainment, also was vetted for an entry position at ABC, that kind of thing. And then one of my family members pulled me aside and said, hey, you really need to make a living while you're sorting out your dream. And that sounded plausible. And then my family was in law. My father was in law. My mother had ties to it. My aunt had ties to it. So it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I'll do that while I'm pursuing my dream. So I went to law school. It was never my first pick, but I got in, and I just went. And I got out, and I got a really great first job. I fell in love with it. And then I'm like, you know, this makes sense. And then for the next number of years, I did that. I was very, very good in law. I was excellent, actually, in it. And I loved my clients, loved the work. But it, there, I, it was never my dream. It was never what I fully wanted to do. And it's a big message for those listening is that your life can fly by in a dime in things you don't want to do just for that, for that piece of it. And you really need to sit with yourself and say, is this truly how I want to check out? This will be my only story on the planet. Or do I want to craft many more stories, different stories before I leave? And I made the decision for the latter, and it's the best decision I ever made. I, I am very grateful for all of my employment, for all of my employers, all my clients, all of that history. And I'm so incredibly blessed to be living my full dreams now. So the lesson, if you're listening to this, is really profound. People always stress out about what they're going to do in life. First of all, I've done about 52 million things. And there you go. Carolyn's done, yeah, and I really have. I mean, from hosting the X Games to being a talk show host to running my own studio, you can be more than one thing in life. And it's funny because on the way to college to be a lawyer, I quickly decided I hated to read that much. And one man looked at me. <laughs> the irony, well, and the irony, he was 100% blind, the man who looked at me and told me that I should be doing as an actress. And he was the first wow. guy I perceived. Yeah, he was the first guy who really perceived who I was, who I thought I was, and never looked at the outside. What was the one moment that gave you the courage, that gave you the permission? Because in my world, we talk about people wait for permission. And in your case, you didn't think that you had permission to pursue your dream. You gave that power over to your parents and said, you know, you need that, that plan B. I'm going to do that. And you did it well, which is so exciting. But what gave you the permission to shift your river? 
Well, I always felt I had permission. In fact, it's, what's interesting is that my mother and father never really weighed in. They never really wanted me to go to law school. They never really advocated for it. My father was a judge, so he was like, you know, there's plenty of other interesting things on the planet to do. My mother was the same way. And when I finally left law, my mother actually celebrated it because she saw me working my life away. So that's kind of an interesting piece to it. I did it because when I first came out, it, with the entertainment, the salaries were low, and I had to eat more than one egg a day. And then I <laughs> loved school teaching. I substitute taught for a bit. And I loved that. However, back in the day when I was doing this, salaries for teaching were, you know, I mean, in the teens, they were just so low. And that's, it was one of those things where how do you want to live and, and, and can you craft all of that? So based on everything I knew, it was my best avenue to go the professional route, and I was glad that I did it. I have always been very brave, always very courageous. Even when I tried cases, I tried them differently than anybody else. And I always brought a heightened creativity to it. And all those years along the way, I also, in my late 30s, I had an organization development consultancy that was my private business on top of my total legal career. On weekends, I was flying out to consult businesses on business things. And then during the week, I was this, you know, person flying around in courtrooms with big cases. And eventually, I had to choose between the two. I loved my consultancy. I loved it. And and there were lots of things I liked about law. But then it's one of those things where you push yourself and your health breaks and you have to make a decision. Do you stay with the tried and true with the amazing benefits package or do you move on with your dream at that point in time to make sure that I was totally in the clear and not a burden to anybody? I stayed. And the problem was I stayed many more years. And I think that that I understand why I did that. And I have so much growth in that. But in that time, I did other things. You know, I have a, a master's in, in a part of business that I love. I have, org- I have instructional system design. I got certified in different coaching aspects. So I did a lot of things leading up to it. And then once I felt I had enough pieces in place to really make it fly, that's when I, that's when I chose my exit. You sound like one smart cookie. I like you. Well, hey, working on you, um, you're, you, you're the smart cookie here. We're, we're talking yeah. major success. I love everything you've done. Everything you've done. You're such an inspiration. Thank you. And I'm having a blast. I'm living an amazing life because I finally decided to. It's taken me a long time to get to this point. Now I teach that. Hey, so what quick well, question for you about the law, though? Uh, you know what? Again? Here's the crazy thing. I am more than gutsy. I'm, I, I created the magnet, Leap of the Net Will Appear, and I actually created a thing now called the permission card because apparently I've never asked for permission. I have always made my own path. <laughs> I've never had a resume, and I've been making money in a lot of it because I think outside the box, which is not typical for people. And when you live in my space, you don't have words like, I get embarrassed. I mean, I created a company where I took my clothes off in public 15,000 times called Strippergram and made a lot of money. What? I know that's for another show. That's when you invite me on your podcast. No, no, you are definitely brave and bold, by the way. Oh, you're definitely coming on my show. I would absolutely be thrilled to have you on. But if you did all of that beyond, I, 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 I accept that. You are beyond brave. I do. <laughs> well, okay. So here's a crazy thing, too. Complete okay. introvert. I would actually get shy, and there's a lot of things I haven't gone for because I get in my own way and get scared. So even though I've been successful at some things, I have now basically learned what it means to be an extroverted introvert and to kind of sum up your confidence because I was an ugly, lonely little kid. And so the journey is what inspires me most to talk about because I wasn't this person many years ago. And I see that in other people. I didn't have a good body, so I'm now in the National Fitness Hall of Fame because like you, Miss A Personality, when I do it, I do do it big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it really is about stepping in. And you talk about stepping into your greatness, stepping into the big thought, and understanding that you're worthy of that. 
I, you know, I know your story because I researched it, and it's, it's so compelling where you came from and how you gave yourself permission to be so much more, and you created amazing success from it. That should inspire everybody on the planet to come from, from where you came from to where you are now. It's all possible. You just have to start doing it. Well, and success leaves clues. So one thing that you, all my listeners need to hear is you did your research on me. So many times people don't do that, and that's one of the skills I'm sure that you're amazing at. We've got about 30 seconds before we take a commercial break. We're going to come back, and a couple things I want to hear from Carolyn is I want to learn how the law and understanding that has actually helped her career because not knowing the law has influenced and impacted me in a negative way. It's one of those things you either need to know or find a great lawyer to hang out to. And then some of the insights into her business because she does some massive business consulting we're going to do all that and more when we come back. You guys are listening to The Forbes Factory, brought to you by Forbes Riley. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, welcome back. And my guest, who has been a lawyer with some major companies, and is, is a, she's You've heard the beginning. If not, go back and listen to her. her name is Carolyn Cole. And my next question, because I've got limited time and a lot to ask, is if you venture into business, laws will hurt you that you did not even know exist. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. So here's my question. How do you, as a business person who may love what you do, come to understand how to navigate the legal system? What's some of the best advice you could give us being on the other side of it? Being on the other side of it, is, and it's so simple and it's a great question and people overlook it, especially busy entrepreneurs, get sound legal advice. Don't become an expert in it. Don't worry about you having to look over your left shoulder and your right shoulder all the time. Go in, hire the proper help, sit down and say, what do I need to do and follow their advice, period. Don't try to become your own legal expert. That is an awesome, awesome piece of advice. Do you like the legal things like Legal Shield and those kind of companies? Are there, if somebody can't afford a real lawyer, what do you think? 
I think I think affording something like Legal Shield, if you can't otherwise afford something else, absolutely have some type of legal counsel in your back pocket. And the bottom line is, even if you pay inexpensively, they have insurance policies which are required to practice law in every state in this country. So if they make a terrible mistake and it is their mistake, hopefully their insurance company steps in and makes it right for you. So at least you have some net rather than no net going out on your own. So I'm in class right now in Billionaire Business Mastery, and most people in business or in some sort of business venture without a business plan. You can kind of navigate. I don't recommend that, and we're talking about why. But I'm going to tell you this legal thing and listen to Carolyn very carefully because what you don't know will hurt you. When you get successful, people will sue you. The things that you don't know, I'm sorry, can just take you down, yes? Absolutely. And Neil Patel is one of the leading digital marketers online. He has a phenomenal website and presence, and he's always talking about SEO and those things to build businesses. He announced recently he no longer shows any part of his life, doesn't recommend anyone, doesn't do anything, because he keeps getting sued for nothing. Right. He said, you know, and they all keep getting dismissed or they go away, but he's running up a big bill in legal costs because he said people will come after you when you are highly successful for any reason to come take a piece of what you've earned. He said, protect yourself. And I have to agree with him. And as somebody who's done products when it came to spin gym, I didn't understand what trademarks and and copyrights and all of those things really were and how important they were. And when you take a name you have no idea the can of worms that you can open. So yes, yes, and yes. And I love that piece of advice. Make sure that somebody in your world knows the law, doesn't pretend to, and don't think that you know just because, you, well, it sounds right. The law is its own animal. Absolutely. And here's the other thing people don't realize. People think I have an online business. Law doesn't apply. Of course it does. I don't know where that <laughs> came from, but the laws in every state apply, whether you're online or offline and federal laws as well, and international copyrights and trademarks. Pay attention. Get legal help. Do it. <laughs> Save, well, save your told, assets, right? Yeah, somebody told Wesley Snipes he didn't need to pay taxes, and he ended up in jail as a, yeah, it just, uh, yeah, know who you're yeah. taking advice from. Yeah. All right, so now you're in the world of business, helping business entrepreneurs, strategists, and you're pretty high level. What are some of the typical uh, problems and questions people encounter at that level? Number one, and you come at the heart of this, which is which is excellent, and it's where they need to be. The first thing is you have to think big. So the big exercise, no matter what my programs, whoever I deal with, is think big about your life, about your business, about your profession, number one. And you have to learn to untrain the small thinking and the small programming, especially women, and get that big thinking going. And then what you have to do is you actually have to believe it. You actually not only think big, you have to believe it's possible for you, and then you have to become it. And the becoming is in the formula. It's in dissecting who you are, where you want to go, what your plans are, what your skill set is, those kinds of things. I see consistently people being off message. They don't know really, like if I met you, I know instantly you're going to tell me exactly your taglines, exactly who you are and what you're up to. I'm the same way. A lot of people struggle to concisely say who they are, what they offer, and who they help. And you've got to nail your message because your big branding, your power brand is what you're going to take out into the world in every conversation, every post, on your website, out into the world when you speak, your introduction, it becomes you. And you have to buy into that power of you and make it a power bio to really get people excited, to invite them to say, hey, tell me more. And so you can, they'll, they'll spread the word for you if they're enthused about you. Just 
start there and you're well on your way to having a good business, but you've, you've got a great business actually, but you've got to get out there powerfully and you have to get visible. I know you've seen this. I see it. There's this epidemic of people saying I'm introverted because technology is making introverts of us all. We don't have to leave our house again truly, ever, if we don't want to. We can work from our home, people deliver groceries, et cetera, et cetera. Stop letting technology make an introvert of you. Start getting out there and realize the opportunities are connected to people, network, tell them in a strong way what you do, and create your own opportunities. Those are the big cornerstones. And stop waiting for opportunities. Go create them. You have made a lifetime, and you're still making a lifetime out of creating opportunities. You know, you're the spokesperson of creating them. That's another big piece of it as well. And so I'm going to share something that Carolyn does very well. So Carolyn and I have not really met before. We share a manager in common. And one of the things that she just did, which is so brilliant, if you listen to this, is she is edifying me as the host of the show. I got to tell you, it's a, it's a very, it's wonderful. First of all, I feel amazing that you did that. Um, and, uh, and it comes from the heart. But it's a really important thing. She's not making this whole thing about her. We're talking about what you can do and incorporating each other. And that is something I, I see in successful people and I don't see in people who are still struggling. So I applaud you for that. It, it makes me feel great and I'm loving you. You can come back anytime you want. Um. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 uh, well, I, I actually, I have so much admiration for you for so many reasons. And why wouldn't I? And why wouldn't your listeners? Because you were the walking example and this is a great moment. And thank you for saying that. And, and I appreciate that. And it is heartfelt. Here's the thing, especially for women to hear and men as well. Even right now in this interview, okay, I've been invited on to this top show with this amazing, amazing public figure, right? He's doing amazing things on the planet. Now, in this moment, this is also, this interview is a joint venture opportunity. It's a chance for me to also give back and showcase you because I respect you and I want my listeners to absolutely fall in love with you and people who watch my shows to fall in love with you. It's every time you get a blessing like this, and you're in business, make sure you're sincere, you show up, and you show up big. Don't, don't back away from it. Step right into it and enjoy the full blessing of it. And that's, that's what I try to do every time I, I have an opportunity rare as this. You know, take it and, and really make it a moment, right? I, I couldn't agree more, and I am just loving the energy. You know, one of the things we really Thank stress you. in our world is surround yourself. The five, you're the sum of the five people you're closest to. And so if they're not millionaires, obviously you might not be. If they're not positive thinking, odds are you're not either. I got a little quick question. It's kind of a side thing. I want to know, is your life balanced? Great question, no. And I'm fully accepting of that right now because here's how I look at business because so much of my life is wrapped around business and scaling it. If I wanted to freeze now right in time, I could make it balanced because I could manage what I have now with whatever. But I'm, I, have, uh, I have plans. I have vision. I have things that I want to do on the planet. So right now, it is the work, work. However, I don't encourage that for everyone. I don't think you do either. But I also have a timeline about when this hustle period will end and more balance will come in. And what I do each week, though, is I do find time to carve out hours that are my happy time no matter what. I do something that makes me incredibly happy so my life is I'm not working my life away like I did in my former career because I've just shifted positions then. I've accomplished nothing if I'm missing my life yet again. So I'm not going to do that, but... 
I, I'm working on that. It's a challenge, but my happy hours are very happy, and that seems to balance it out somewhat, although I could be a lot happier. I could be working a lot less, but my choice is to work hard because right now I'm really enjoying it, and there's fruit to it, but I still carve out playtime, pure playtime, and that's what makes me happy. And you know what? I'm raising two kids, and I've got a life, and you're right. There is, By the way, it's a myth that your life's in balance. It is never in balance, it is, <laughs> but you need exactly. But you need to remember to be happy where you are. I actually coach people to remind themselves that, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to feel guilty when I'm away from my kids because that just takes away from what I'm doing and enjoying that. And when I'm with my kids, I get to be with them and not wish I was working more. So trying to figure that out is, is definitely a challenge. All right, you're a strong woman, okay? The year is 2018. How and what have you seen change lately about the balance of men and women? Oh, wow. That's a, I, I love this question because you can hit it any which way and you can see it. Number one, women now control the majority of wealth in this country. And people say, well, it's inheritance, part of its work, but whatever it is, it doesn't matter. They control the a majority of wealth in this country. They are top for uh, controlling and, and, and they're responsible for the consumer spending index. You know, they are the majority of spenders in this country controlling that as well. Globally, women, I think, are at about maybe 33% of all global wealth that's in their hands, which is huge. In politics for this country, compared to 2016, there are more women running for Congress in the history of the United States than has ever been ever before. It's up a, a ridiculous percentage. It has jumped by a couple hundred applying for its Senate seats. And in the world, that has never happened anywhere else in the world but the United States of America. So in this country, I see lots of progress on the wealth front, the business front. And right now, the American Express Amex Open does an annual study of women-owned businesses in the USA. Women are opening businesses at a phenomenal rate and can tr- contributing over a trillion in dollars to the U.S. economy. So it's just across all fronts, women are making these solid gains. And I, I love to celebrate the good news. I love this question because people talk about things that where we still need work. Absolutely, we do. But wow, look at the gains and where we are today. Who's your role model? I love Oprah Winfrey. And before that, it was Princess Diana. You know what's interesting about that? And you're not the first person to say those two women. One is a woman who has no children. And and I think that's challenging as a role model for me having raised children. And the second is princess. (laughs) But that's interesting because, wow, that's a great conversation. You know what? Um, Can you stick around for just a minute or two? Because I'm going to bring on Lisa Copeland, my next guest, who's also a woman. And I'm loving this one moment. And I just want to kind of wrap this up. And I've got two minutes before we're off air. What else might I also you want have to say, to say my, my mother. I'm going to throw mom in there because mom is probably number one over both. But my mother is phenomenal. So I had to put mom right in there. But she's not a good role model for me. I want. <laughs> I don't know her, don't I? <laughs> All right. So what's one piece of advice in the two minutes I've got before I go to break that you'd give to uh, women out there who wonder if they could be successful in life? Bag completely jet away from from your ancestral training. Remember where this training about limitation, about being a woman came from. It's when you were property. It's when you weren't entitled to wealth. You couldn't have a job. You couldn't have a vote. You couldn't have position. It's ancestral training. Break into the new Think big. And one of the biggest downsides is women Women are rewarded for helping and for caring, not for achievement and not for pay. Shift your focus and realize that's fallacy. All your dreams can come true. You can still be a big heart and contribute to the planet and have a big business too and be taken seriously on this planet and make big impact. You can do it, period. Find great role models, see how they've done it, such as you, and go for it. 
I've got a 15-year-old daughter who I'm going to re- take that little piece and just play it for her over and over again because this is a different time than when you and I grew up. And I'm so grateful to be alive at this moment because yeah. I wanted this to be a reality and it's, it's happening and I get to still be here. So this yeah. is probably the most exciting women on women conversation. When we come back, I'm going to have you join my next guest, Lisa Copeland. She is an amazing pioneer in her world as well. But I want to focus just for a second on that role model question. And then we'll say goodbye. But it has been a blast getting to know you. I'm sure my audience is smiling from ear to ear and just loving it. Uh, we're going away to a break. Some of my favorite sponsors don't go away. You're listening to Forbes Riley right here on, of course, The Forbes Factor. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. I had this crazy theory about the playground. Now, when I was younger, I was kind of awkward and ugly and a bookworm. And I used to get picked on, so I didn't fit into the playground. There were the cool kids, there were the jock kids, and there was me with a book under a monkey bar. Got a little older by the time you're dating, still didn't quite fit in, so there's the cool kids and the jock kids and me still sitting under the monkey bar. 
I woke up not long ago in my 50s and said, I looked around and said, you know what? The playground is different now because everybody my age has either died or gone home. I'm still out here playing on the playground. And I'll tell you what, I invite the goofy kids and I invite the outsiders in because that's what makes me feel good because nobody invited me in. Well, I've got two of the goofiest kids on the block with me right now. They're stunning, <laughs> amazing, successful. <laughs> so I'm going to invite Ms. Lisa Copeland to the show. She is a dedicated pioneer in the field of automotive sales and brand strategy. Not a typical woman's field, right? She's a trailblazer, and that's in an in a, in a industry that's not typical. I want to bring her on, and I want her to join me with Carolyn and say hi. Well, hi, Forbes. Hi, Carolyn. Boy, you two are powerhouses. I was so pumped listening to the first 30 minutes of this show. So I'm ready. Like, I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. And see, this is what women get to do with each other. This is what men have always known. See, women, well, so men play on teams. They do baseball. They do football. They do soccer. You know what we do? We do beauty pageants, and we hate each other. Yeah, okay, right? <laughs> no, it's the truth. It's And by the other thing that... Don't get me started. Don't get me started. I got to get up this show and let Lisa go on, but I don't get me started. (laughs) That's why I'm coming on your show because the other last thing I'll leave you. Yeah. I hate, hate Walt Disney. Shame on him. The mothers die in Bambi, in Dumbo. The stepmothers are evil and all the princesses have tiny waist and long hair. Thank God Shrek came along and the princess was big and fat and green. Oh my God. I love that. You, I've never thought about that, but you are so right. And Carolyn, um, I wish that we could just all sit around and, and do the Forbes Factor with a, a glass of Prosecco. You know what? I do Forbes Factor every three months. I'm here in St. Pete. I own the TV studio. I got the condo on the beach. Guess who's coming to Prosecco? Guess I'm who? coming. Oh, Lisa, great idea. Great idea. Um, oh, in fact, wonderful. I'm, I'm going to be in Orlando next week speaking. But I don't know how I'm close here. that is. But- it's about I'm just an hour saying, and a half time. I mean, we could be like Kathy Lee, Hoda, and Lisa. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll send the Uber. All right, so Miss Lisa Copeland, before we get into the whole dangerous. story. Who, uh, what better way is there to be? So Lisa, who's That's your right. role models? You know, uh, in business, it's absolutely Mary Barra. I, she's the chairman of the board of General Motors, and I had the honor to meet her a couple of years ago. Uh, they, they named the top 100 women in automotive, and I was lucky enough to make the list, as did Mrs. Barra, of course, and she is absolutely the most authentic, real, and transparent leader in, in, in industry today. I mean, forget just the automotive industry. I mean, she walked into a mess, and she walked into lies and cover-ups and all kinds of things from her predecessor, and, you know, she, just, she, she did it the woman's way. She, you know, she said to the press, she said, we have problems, and I know it, and um, I need to fix them. But, you know, I'm not going to cover things up. In fact, I'm probably going to have to reveal some things to you and to our shareholders. But I want you to trust me that I'm going to fix it. And now look at the turn that General Motors has made under her leadership. You know, that's an interesting college course. Female CEOs and how they got there. Because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of women stepping up and a lot more than ever have. So, Carolyn, I want to say thank you very much. You have just been an absolute delight and inspiration to everybody listening. And I'm going to see you on your podcast. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Can't wait to have you on the show. Lisa, I look forward to meeting you in person. Forbes, I look forward to meeting you in person. Have a great rest of the hour. I have been so honored and blessed to be on the show. I won't forget it. I had a blast. Thank you very much. Great to Ooh, meet you, Carolyn. the same way. Thank you. So, so Miss Lisa, you're in an industry that uh, <clears throat> most women are not in. What made you get into automotive? You know, I kind of came into it by accident. Um, I was a fashion major in college, and I wrecked my car, and I didn't have money to, I had not paid my car insurance. So long story short, back in the 80s, if, if you got into car sales, um, you get a free car drive. 
So I thought, well, hell, I can sell skirts, I can sell cars. And, you know, but uh, I had to kind of beg my way into the job. And I worked at the largest domestic store in the nation, Dallas, Texas, and had to go for six different interviews. Nobody wanted to hire me, but I needed a car. So I was persistent. So that was probably my first great sale was selling myself to the, to the old boys club in the 80s on uh, giving me a car sales job. So did everybody just, just step back for a second. Out yeah. of tragedy, whatever level it is, comes great things. Lisa wanted a car. So she got innovative. I, I just love the genesis of this. A free car. You go in a, a free car. A free car. Congratulations. Yeah. And then you went from place to place and they didn't hire you. Did you stop at number six or what did you do? No, no. I just, because I, I needed a car. Like I didn't have any choice because I had not paid my car insurance. And the best thing that my dad said to me when I called home and I said, dad, I wrecked my car. And uh, the insurance company says I didn't pay, but I did. And the guy's like, no, you didn't. It's been six months, you know, way before automation. Right. And, uh, and my dad said to me, he lived out in California. He said, figure it out, kid. Like, you know, I gave you the money for the, for the car insurance, figure it out. And my dad was an entrepreneur and I'm, I'm very grateful that he made me figure it out. And so I did. I said, well, you know what? Uh, if I sell cars, then I get a free car to drive and I need a car. So I'm going to sell cars. Advice. And, you know, it happened just like that. Your dad's advice is the most profound. Figure it out. I don't need you to give me fish dinner. I need you to teach me how to fish. All right. So That's you've right. spoken to more than, you've spoken to hundreds of companies all over the country. And by the way, not little companies. Let's talk about Wall Street yeah. Journal, New York Times, Marie Claire, Bloomberg. I mean, you are up there and you have a strategy. See, I don't like the word sell. So I sell on television. Or I enroll, encourage, excite. I That's what I talk stuff about. from you on television. <laughs> I was so excited when, uh, when, uh, when uh, you and I have a mutual agent. When my agent reached out and I'm like, okay, I don't even want to tell her how much money I have spent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, and, but here's You're the welcome. Thing. You're welcome, darling. <laughs> now, but here's the thing. You bought from me because I found a problem that you had and my products were the solution. And I'm really teaching this. I got a business class going on right now. I'm going to go back at four o'clock. I wanted to look like you. That, that, that's why I bought it. And you were such a good salesperson. I was like, okay, yeah. If I buy that, I'm going to look like her. Oh, what what do you mean I have to do the work? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. So let's talk about sales. You know, it's funny, but car salesmen are what I always use as the anti kind of Forbes Riley sales technique. But you seem to have mastered something, in fact, so much so that you call it the art of the big sell. What is that yes. about? Well, it's my upcoming book, and it's, uh, it's a big part of my platform. But, you know, my, my young sales team in 2012, we broke the world sales record for the Fiat brand. And I did it, or, or excuse me, my team did it because I'd made a pretty audacious bet with the uh, CEO of the Fiat brand. I wanted to meet the chairman of the board of Chrysler Dodge, Ram, Ferrari, Maserati. His name is Sergio Marchionne. And he says, to do it, you have to break the world sales record. Your team's going to have to do it. And I said, okay, that's fine. And, but, you know, but the big premise for us on why we were so successful in the auto industry, we were always the number one store in the country. We launched the brand. We broke the world sales record. I mean, just a great, great track story of an amazing young sales team, mostly female, at least 60% female. But, you know, um, I built a movement within the automotive industry. You know, I declared that the industry itself was the common enemy of both me, the, the uh, car dealer that wanted to revolutionize it, and of my female customers. And, you know, I, I got a lot of pushback within the industry because I did do interviews in Murray Claire and Forbes and all of those. And people from the industry would call me and they'd say, you know, you need to tone your rhetoric down a little bit about women consumers not being treated well or that there aren't enough women on the showroom floor. And I said, well, I'll never tone it down because women influence 85% of all purchases and they hate the experience. And hello, women love to shop. 
but they don't like to shop for cars. And I said, so I'm not going to tone it down. And, you know, I even had one tell me, you know, you'll end up losing your position, um, you know, in the automotive industry as an influencer because everyone's going to turn against you. And I said, you know what? They don't buy cars from me because who will stand with me are my customers. And they did. And so, you know, I pretty much just said to the industry, you know, uh, I'm not going to stop. And I am going to stand with women consumers and women who want to enter the automotive industry. And you can, you can either join me or you can try to destroy me. But at the end of the day, who I have on my side is the number one influencer in the world. So bring it on. Okay, powerful woman over here. How yes. did you come so, to be so you? I built a movement. Well, no, hang on a second. You know, the no, art wait, 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 itself. Wait. Build a movement, build an empire, stop selling, start mobilizing. No, well, hang on a second. I'm listening to you, and you're all charged up, and I'm very excited. I want to go back a couple of decades and go, wait a second. How did you get to be who you are? <laughs> I was a car salesman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not when you were born. You were No, seriously. And actually, I'm going to do an experiment with you. What's your first memory in life? Oh, my gosh. Um, a, 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 a Raggedy Ann doll that I had, and I was sitting in, in a playpen. It's just kind of just what came to my head. Uh-huh. And where's your mom and dad? I was three. Pardon you me? Happy childhood? Did you have a happy childhood? I did. I had a very good childhood. I have wonderful parents? parents. My dad's deceased, but they were wonderful. They are wonderful people. No, no, no. But back then, and this is the work that I really do, did they kind of tell you you could be anything? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, my, my, my mother went back late in life, and later, later in life, and she got her PhD after a very serious illness that you know, left her partially paralyzed. And so she was such an inspiration or is, she's still alive and with us. God, if she's listening, she'll kill me. Um, and then my father was an entrepreneur who dropped out of high school and went into the Navy and went to college through the Navy and then ended up, you know, forming several major companies in Silicon Valley tech companies. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, no, nobody ever told me that there was nothing I couldn't do. Right. So here's what you need to hear and all my audience needs to hear, because I deal with this issue all the time. I knew that you had a good childhood because of how you've turned out. I deal every day with women who have been molested and not even terribly, but just something somewhere along the line, something fell apart. Even as simple as somebody breaking a bone, their parents weren't home and they think nobody loves them. And Mm. you are partly successful because your foundation, I can feel it, is insanely solid and exciting to be around. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I know my mother's listening to this, so I'm, I'm going to say thank you for her. <laughs> well, you should, because I spent yesterday in Forbes Factor with a woman who just will never talk to her mother again. Who, When she was molested, she oh. told her mom what happened. She swept it under the rug, and she holds it against mm. her mom. It's, it's affected her entire life. So yeah. when you find people are this positive, but that's a powerful thing that I've uncovered. We've got one minute to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of Lisa's strategies so that you can, in fact, Sell more. Because when you sell more and give more, you get more, you make more, you just have a much better life. Yes? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of a funny cycle. It's a lot easier than a lot of you imagine. So right now I'm going to go take a break. I wonder if one of my sponsors is a car dealership. Maybe you have a recommendation for me. Hmm. Well, I will will find you one. Yeah, and I could use a free car to drive on Instagram. Hmm. Bentley owners? Anyway, um, Um, there you go. (laughs) Well, okay, stop at the Bentley. Go to the Bugatti. There we go. Everybody, um, we'll be back in about 30 seconds. I'm Forbes Riley, and you guys are listening to The Forbes Factor. And Ms. Lisa Copeland, don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. 
Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. If you're just joining me, I am uh, slightly exhausted. It has been the last five days we've done two days of Pitch Mastery, three days of Forbes Factor. If you go on my Facebook, you don't see a lot of the details, although I am watching this little video at the moment of us um, wildly emotional time after one of our, our, our things, our transformations. And now we've got three days of Business Mastery, and they were gracious enough to let me off to do my radio show because, you know what, I guess, I guess Nike said it. it was, you can sleep when you're dead. Yeah, I think that's the philosophy here. When you've got a message, you've got a passion, you keep going for it. Now, I remember Beyonce turning into Sasha Fierce. Apparently, Lisa Copeland, the queen of the automotive industry, has a whole fierce thing that she does. So I want you to listen up because she's going to focus for a moment on what it means to sell more. She has set world records in selling, something I actually don't like to do, um, but I do earn a lot. So I have my own crazy philosophy. But I want to hear some of the secrets of being fierce and what it really means to you. Right. Thank you. You know, so, um, you know, what I talk about is being unapologetically fierce because, you know, I see, I see so many people that they almost apologize for their success. And I know that you probably see that too. 
But, you know, to be a sales professional, to be somebody who is earning six, you know, high sixes and seven figures, which you and I have both done in the sales industry, um, you, ha- you have to be fierce. But fierce is, and you have to be unapologetic about it. But fierce is an acronym. You know, it's to be fearless. It's to take initiative. It's to engage. Like, you've got to engage in everything you do. You have, you have to show up well. Um, the R is uh, to be relentless in pursuit of excellence. Because if you're not going to be excellent, don't show up. Seriously. And then the C in fierce is, is to crush approval addiction. You know, the one thing that me, I, I've trained thousands of salespeople over my 30-year career. And the one thing that holds them back, well, first thing would be fear a lot of times. But it's, the second piece is approval addiction. They're so worried about their customer liking them or their uh, other people on their team liking them that they don't, they don't come into their own greatness. You know, and you know, so and, and so if you follow fierce, if you're unapologetic about it, and you do it 365 days a year, you are going to go to the high sixes and seven figures, and, and seven figure incomes. And then the E in fierce is that you have to execute. I mean, Forbes, how many people do we see? But you and I have a very dear mutual friend, Sharon Lecter, and she wrote the book Three Feet from Gold. How many people stop three feet from the finish line because mm-hmm. of lack of execution? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to go back to the approval one because I'm actually writing a book at the moment and have a whole concept about permission card is that we're also waiting for permission, but it has to do with approval. And yeah. that stops so many people. If I hear one more person, I'm so embarrassed to talk on a microphone. I'm just, stop, stop, stop. I know. But how do you, but how did you actually come to that in yourself? Because people come to me all the time saying, Forbes, like I'm the Wizard of Oz. Can you please give me confidence? Yeah, no, and I, I love the question because you're so right. And, you know, and it isn't something I woke up and I did. You know, unlike everybody else, I want, you know, you and me. I mean, we are type A. You know, I, you and I would have a blast hanging out, drinking wine, and, you know, and we would like each other. And, and fundamentally, I want everybody to like me. But doing what I do, being the boss, you know, being on stage, doing TV, all those things, you know, I, I had to come to the realization that not, every, not everyone's going to like me. And a, a good friend of mine told me one time, a major, major speaker in personality, he said, hey, you know that you're doing well when, when, when the haters start talking about you. So I don't even read my own press. I'll tell you, that's the first thing I did. I don't read comments on blogs or if I'm on TV or I just, I don't do it because it, it, I'm just like, Oh, what do you mean? They didn't like my hair or whatever, you know? And so I have to, I have to drink my own medicine sometimes. And so, okay. you know, so in the <laughs> crushing approval addiction, I talk about the things that you can do not to get sucked into that because as humans, we want to be liked. So it's a skill you have to learn. Well, that's interesting because I actually I'm looking at a picture of you on on uh, Instagram at the moment in the studio doing your own course. I got on stage in front of nine thousand people not long ago at a very male heavy audience, and I thought I crushed it. The audience, I mean, I had for literally for the next three days, I signed autographs and hugged and took pictures with people, and then something came out, and I get there's a fair amount of haters, and I'd never had haters before, and it was like, oh, right. what? And my first reaction though was to go, how small? How could you hate me? That must mean that I pushed your buttons and I awakened something in you or somewhere. And I'm going to ask you this because you're a female in a male industry, how that has shown mm-hmm. up for you. But thank God for Russell Brunson. I opened his book because I think God talks to us through other people and through however he can. I've never seen a burning bush, but I've had messages come to me when there seemed to be the right time. And in his book, literally, I'm on a plane. And I'm feeling kind of curiously bad about this. And it said, if you don't Aww. have haters, you're not successful. I thought, oh, good. I got haters. Yes. I'm successful. I did it. I never had haters before. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! But it's tough. So, 2018, different in men and women here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you've seen a difference in how men treat you. You're beautiful. You're blonde. You're pretty. 
in a male industry. How did that work out for you? Oh, you're so you're so sweet. You know, I mean, I don't think that they really cared one way or the other what I looked like. Um, and and you know, it's it's very hard. You know, when you're in a male dominated industry, because you know, men and women communicate differently. Even if we even if we're tough women and we're leaders and we're this that and the other, you know, we communicate differently. And so, you know, what I found a lot of times over my many years is that um, a lot of men wouldn't want to confront me because they were, they were just like, I mean, I don't even think they thought they could take me on. So they would ignore me. And I'll tell you, um, that was hard for me, you know, because, I mean, I would rather have you come to my face and say, I hate you. I think you're stupid. Or you're dumb. Blah, 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 then ignore me, you know, or, or exclude me. And so I sat at a very high level um, within uh, FCA, and the, which is Chrysler Corporation. And, you know, and for the first couple of years, I mean, a lot of them just ignored me. Like, like I wasn't there. Like, I was invisible. And, and I think that's how men a lot of times deal with powerful women. And in the beginning, it bothered me. And then I just decided, you know what? I am who I am. I'm going to stay the course. I am here because I earned the right to be here. And um, it's their loss, not mine. But I'll tell you, that is a mental thing, a mental game. And, I, you know, you talk about the, what happened when you spoke. I, I was on Fox News National um, a few months ago when I was in New York. I was keynoting the New York Auto Show. And so I, I did what I tell myself not to do, read the comments. And, and, and one guy wrote, ooh, she looks thick. I, I mean, it, I was destroyed. It just, I was so upset about it. And then all the other comments were good. And I was like, but that one thing, right? And I thought, who is this guy? Like, what a coward. <laughs> right? I did the same thing. What a it's coward. terrible. Hey, you know what? I've only got two minutes to the end of my show. Here's the, uh, the seminar that you and myself and Carolyn, I got a couple of other friends, will bring Sharon on. Just about women being powerful and enjoying it and not trying to be men, but being the best version of themselves they can be. Yes? Yes, absolutely. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Final closing statement to my wonderful audience out there. Go. Well, Forbes, thank you so much. Like I said, I've admired your work for years. I've spent a lot of money with you. And I just want to tell all of you out there, men and women, be unapologetically fierce. 365 days a year and and success is yours you know what that is such a great closing statement lisa i want to thank you i can't i look forward to meeting you give sharon and steve big a big hug for me and thank you thank you thank you all right my friend thank you so much for having me again bye so guys what an amazing show i'm hoping you take away some good nuggets here that you don't really need permission to be successful you got to ask yourself What is your personal fears? And then if you're a woman, don't try too hard because we don't want to be men. Um, Success in a skirt. Oh, maybe that's the title of my next book. Sounds like a really fun idea. I am grateful to you that you choose choose to listen to Forbes Factor once a week right here on Wednesday. Share the show with somebody who needs an uplifting push, where they're stuck in a job. They don't know where to go next. They're writing a book and they're they're not sure if they can do it. I believe that you can do it. From the bottom of my heart, I've taken and transformed people. And if you feel like you're alone, do me a favor. Come visit me tomorrow night. www.permissiongrantedproductions.com. It's a free online coaching. I will be there. You'll see my face. I'll see yours. You'll get some free insight coaching. Meet phenomenal people. It is worth the, It's worth it. I'll tell you what. If it's free. So Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, we do that every week. Permission Granted Productions. Always reach out to us. Leave your comments. Even if they're good or bad, I listen to them. I read them. And my whole goal and mission with Forbes Factor is to keep you excited, enrolled, and looking forward to being the best so you can pay it forward. Thank you very, very much. You've been watching or listening to, depending on what you're doing here, Forbes Riley right here on Voice America, the influencer channel, Forbes Factor. Bye. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. 
Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.